everyone. This is Myra with Holly Pulley's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga Podcast. We're transitioning into autumn here in New Zealand and Australia. Recently, we had an incredible rainbow form right next to us at Holly Pulley. I noticed the various densities of the colors as it changed. And I was reminded of the Gravati Gunas, the 10 pairs of opposite qualities in nature. When I'm actually observing and present with something in my life, I experience it through the gunas. The feeling of the rainbow changed as the colors became darker and felt heavier. Then as they got lighter, less dense, and fainter, they felt lighter. And then they dissolved into the ethers. It was such a perfect illustration of the continuum between the heavy, or guru, and light. Lagu, the pair of opposite qualities we'll explore this month. And this pair comes up often in daily life experience, so let's look at some of the ways we experience heavy and light. This exploration can help you to interpret the basis of nature, the foundation of Ayurveda, and to tune into the flow of prana, our life force. So let's think about heavy and light in relation to the elements. The air is one we notice when it's humid, full of moisture. It feels heavy. Some humidity is great and really comfortable, and then too much can make you feel like you don't want to move. It makes sense because the water element is quite heavy. Think about carrying large containers of water. Your body can feel heavy if it's retaining too much fluid, but if you go in the opposite direction, less fluid or not enough fluid, this can feel nice at first, but then you become dehydrated and too much lightness occurs, and that causes dosha imbalance and stress on the organs and the body functions. To get a sense of lightness, imagine you're out in the desert with wide open space and the air is light and dry. Sound travels very easily in this environment. So does a golf ball, soaring through the air, meeting very little resistance. Speaking of golf, I'm reminded of a time many years ago. I was on a golf course in Pebble Beach, California, and I was playing behind two individuals, Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley. They're basketball players, if you're not familiar. They were just amazing to watch. Michael Jordan literally glides as he walks. It was light and graceful and really beautiful. It made a big impression on me. And then Charles Barkley, on the other hand, was kind of the opposite. He was quite heavy on his feet. Uh, yeah, Heavy and light also showed in their attitude toward the game. It's really useful to think about heavy and light in terms of the yoga asana practice. The lightness that comes when you breathe fully in asana practice is lovely. And when the breath is choppy or held, the body feels like a ton of lead. I find it an amazing thing to observe, particularly when working with students who are learning inversions. It's our breath and its lightness that keeps us safe and balanced in the body. When the breath is flowing evenly, the poses unfold gracefully. 
The mind can get attached to certain feelings or experiences of the gunas. I notice a lot of people these days with excess vata really like that very light feeling and are walking through life dehydrated. The answer to dehydration is not to drink excessive amounts of water. Too much water will stress the kidneys and go straight through you, washing out the minerals and aggravating vata dosha even more. Hydration should come primarily from our food, water content food. Light foods like crackers and popcorn or quinoa, for example, they have little or no water content. On the other hand, cooked whole grains not only give nourishment and groundedness, but also digestible water content comes into the body. However, we need to be aware of going too far in the opposite direction. Too much heavy food such as sweet potatoes, is also not good because we challenge our agni, our digestive fire, too much. Moderation with heavy and light food works really well, enough to bring a good balance into the meal, and your body will really like that. And that's why we talk about creating meals with the 60-40 balance of augmenting, which is heavier, and extracted food, which is mostly lighter. Heavy and light are also a consideration when you're planning your meal schedule for the day. Since the sun, or the fire element, is high during the midday, your agni, also the fire element, is at its strongest point. So having the heavier food, like sweet potatoes, or squash, or barley, and brown rice, at that time will feel the best, because you're better able to digest it. Assuming dinner is at least three hours before bed, then the quantity of the food you can eat could be similar, but the food can be of a lighter nature, and this will help your agni stay happy. For example, carrots or courgette or parsnip and white rice work really well at dinner time. Often people talk about feeling sleepy after meals. If you experience this, it's likely because Agni is weak, and you may also have overeaten in that meal. Balancing the heavy and light in appropriate amounts and chewing well will support a balanced Agni, and uh, that feeling sleepy after meals will go away. Another thing that makes a big difference to Agni and your ability to digest is the type of conversation you have while you're eating. The ideal scenario is to eat in silence, but we aren't likely to do that all of the time. At Halipuli, we eat two silent meals per week, and it's a really nice opportunity to deeply experience the sacred act of eating. And sometimes it just happens naturally that we have a peaceful, mostly silent meal. So that's something that you might consider doing at home, too. But when you're conversing during the meal, keep it light, sattvic, and harmonious so that it supports your agni and digestion and it supports the true sattvic nature of your mind. When the conversation gets heavy with negativity or fear-provoking content, then our cells constrict and digestion is disturbed. So we can see that heavy and light are in the mind as well. 
When we think and speak negatively, we feel heavy, depressed, and powerless. And have you noticed that the more you go in that direction, the easier it is to think negatively? This is the principle of like attracts like at play. Heaviness calls forth more heaviness. We can think of all of this in relation to the amount of sattva, rajas, and tamas in the mind and the body. Sattva, the energy of harmony and peace, being lighter, rajas, action, and stimulation, has the possibility to go either way, a direction toward tamas and heaviness, or toward sattva and lightness. When you carry around anger and resentment and jealousy, then the tendency is to walk heavily, pounding heels through the house. Without carrying those heavy emotions, we actually walk more lightly. And this is an indication of more sattva in the mind. It's similar with depression, heavy, and the lighter anticipation and enthusiasm for life, sattva. Since everything matters, then we go back to the understanding that everything we expose our five senses to has an effect on the state of our mind. When Agni is weakened, we don't digest food or life and can slip into depression. Misusing our five senses will lead us to become overly serious and heavy in our attitude when our natural state is to be lighthearted in life. It's, of course, easier to be lighthearted when we're aligned with our spiritual self, connected to the Lord of Love within us. When the sense organs are misused, they feel heavy or as if they aren't working properly. Then we start to feel heavy in general. Think of your eyes after too much electronics or your tongue after sugary food or your hearing after loud, majestic, and tamasic music. And this misuse is then translated all through the body and the mind, creating a disturbance that ends with heaviness. But exposing the senses to sattva brings a light feeling. Think of beautiful music, the sweet smell of roses, fresh air moving into the lungs, and the lighthearted satisfaction you experience after a meal with all six tastes. While the world feels heavy now, you can choose to move towards the light. Our lives are a series of choices. Sometimes things on the outside can feel overwhelming on the inside. And this is when the tools offered by Ayurveda and yoga really come in handy. If you find yourself at home for the foreseeable future, you can treat this time as a wonderful opportunity to rest, renew, and reevaluate things. It's a moment where you can invite yourself to take a look at how you live and think and what you might do differently to support your well-being. Think about how you take care of your five senses. If you'd like guidance on how to integrate Ayurveda and yoga into your life more deeply, you can check out our new app called Live Ayurveda and Yoga, available on iPhones and coming soon for Android.
It's packed with good stuff like instructional Ayurveda and yoga videos, podcasts, guided meditations, exclusive recipes and guides, and an ebook and an audiobook. It's a guide in your pocket that will support you to easily integrate Ayurveda and yoga into your daily life and experience the state of vitality and well-being that's your true nature. For more daily inspiration, you can also find us on Facebook and on Instagram at H-A-L-E underscore P-U-L-E. Until next time, many blessings to you. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking with Halepule. Their recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.